Have you ever thought about how incredibly complex our spit is? It may only be 99% water, but just saliva isn't simple. That remaining 1% holds incredibly meaningful information that could change everything. And I'm not just talking about your family tree. Hi, I'm Baratunde Thurston, and on this season of Spit, an iHeartRadio podcast with 23andMe, we explore how DNA isn't just about ancestry. It can also be key to understanding your health. Hey you, welcome back. Today's episode is a really fun one. If you happen to be a fan of the TV series Gilmore Girls and are also interested in learning more about your genetic makeup, this episode is for you. Seriously, as random as all that sounds, Scott Patterson, Gilmore Girls' Luke Danes, is here to make that connection. You remember Luke. Backwards hat, flannel shirts, Star Hollow's local diner owner and on-again, off-again love interest of Lorelai Gilmore. Seriously, I told you this episode is a fun one. Scott is the host of I'm All In with Scott Patterson, a wildly popular podcast dedicated to revisiting all 154 episodes and four movies of the classic series. But what I love about this show is how Scott and his co-host use Gilmore Girls almost like a lens to help examine issues and problems we're currently facing in our everyday lives. For example, in this episode, you'll hear how a conversation about background actors inspired Scott and his co-host to learn more about their own backgrounds and take health tests from 23andMe. Together, they go on a journey of personal health discovery with plenty of laughs along the way. Let's listen in as Scott and team discover just how important information can be to knowing your place in the scene. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey everybody, Scott Patterson, I am all in podcast special episode 23 and me. Um our sponsors today and we're going to, you know, we all took uh, the test. We all did our DNA test. I think Danielle and I did it and we're going to discuss it. Yeah. I haven't done it yet. I'm going to hear about yet. you guys and then yeah, I'll think about either. doing it. No, Tara. Yeah, we're going to hear what what happened for you guys. But oh, you how do you do it? You need to do it. It's this the easiest thing in the entire world. It's just like a little yeah. swab in the mouth and yeah. you ship it off. And like a few weeks later, it comes back in the mail and voila, you know so much more right. about yourself. <gasps> oh, wow. It's really cool. <laughs> voila, Danielle. Voila. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I learned so much, so mm -hmm. much. Scott, mm -hmm. you did it too? Yeah, I did it too. And, and you know, they, they keep you informed via email as to where they are on the process, it's like a six step, seven step process, wow. you know, and we've now, um, we're now starting to analyze your DNA. It's in the lab right now. And <laughs> professors, da, 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 and doctors, da, 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 you know, and, and it's kind of cool. And then, and then, you know, another couple of days later said, now you're at step three. They found some interesting things, Scott. Here's a, here's a preview. <laughs> you're like, now, do you, did you get excited or nervous? Like what was your emotion in the, like, were you like, what am I going to find out? You can't click the link faster to find out. You know what? Like, it's true. What's going it's on? It's true. It's so true. It's like, can you imagine? Like, this is your, this is your past, your present, your future. Here's the link. Click it. You're, yeah, you're firing your finger through that keyboard, man. 
Like, oh my god! It's interesting. It's really interesting. Um, anyway, you know everybody knows Tara S by now. She's the newly minted superstar of the mini soap. <laughs> and there she is uh, in all her glory. Amy Sugarman. Hello, hello, Danielle Romo. Uh, hey, I am hey. all in podcast and uh, iHeartRadio One Eleven Productions We're not, special episode. Not only going to talk about our DNA. We mm-hmm. have a whole theme here going. Scott, you should explain our whole tie-in. Well. Some people, some people thought it would be uh, a nice idea, right? Thematically speaking, loosely, you know, constructed that uh, we get DNA background, uh, ancestry, uh, even health reports, DNA background information uh, on, and then have some background actors from the show who we've been discussing the stirring in the background and like why, why is background? So, so that's the that's the thread. That, uh, yep, we're doing a deep dive into your are. DNA. We're going to talk to some extras on the show. Acting. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk to some background actors on the show. We're going to discuss DNA, our backgrounds, um, where we come from and other things. And uh, it, it's going to be a pretty interesting show. So uh, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, Tara. Uh, uh, hello. Do you have anything to say? Are you taking us Hi. away? On any, Is there any synopsis that you want to... Make up on the spot. Let's let's hear what you can do on the fly. Go ahead. Well, we have three guests today. Um, they were all background actors, as you said, and um, some of them. I, I know one of them we found through TikTok, right, Amy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she talks about and one we found girls. on our own Instagram. So thank you guys. Follow us. You never know what you might find on our Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then the other was a part of one of the most recent episodes that we watched. With the bet, the most iconic episode so far. Wait, we really have to ask about the music playing in the back. Like, how did they yes. know how to dance? We have to ask her. Totally, yes. totally. Great call. Great Lots call. We need to know if they were you. dancing to silence. Yeah. If they had an earpiece in. What they had going on? Like a silent disco. Oh my god! First of all, Scott, do you know what that is? Silent disco? No. What is that? <laughs> silent disco. People dancing around a disco with no music. With a, with and a disco just ball. In headphones. headphones. On. That's so bizarre. So when you walk in the room, it's silent, but everyone's <laughs> jamming because they have their headphones. <laughs> That's a thing, huh? It's Why did they invent a silent disco? Like, is it so that you could have a party in a quiet neighborhood? Maybe, you yeah, because the neighbors would complain and like, this is a way to sort of make your money silently, right? The first time yeah. I ever heard of it was at Coachella, weirdly. And it was like one of those like after hours parties at the campgrounds. And it was like from like Sketchy. one to three in the morning. And so I think it's Sketchy. because it's so late at night. Well, I also at EDC, they, they had a yeah. silent disco in like a little section, but EDC. What's so EDC? Electric oh Daisy gosh. Carnival. <laughs> it's an EDM oh festival. By any chance, are you and Scott rave. related? Danielle, did you guys discover that you're related? Does you know, 23 and Me tell you that stuff? Yes, it does. It tells you who you're like. I mean, I think everyone knows this. It tells you like what you're and like what you are, you know, like what mm-hmm. your DNA mm-hmm. shows, but it also shows you if you have like any uh, relative matches and stuff like that. So um, luckily all my brothers and sisters popped up for me. <laughs> 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 and my mom and dad. So we're good. Any celebrities? Does it show like if you're related yeah. to like Barack Obama or something? As long as they've done the test too, you know? So like, but unfortunately no Barack Obama did not pop up for me. Um, but yeah, it, it shows you like anywhere from like cousins and like what percentage of DNA you share too. So 
like 20%, 12%, whatever. So you right. know how closely you are related no to them. Right. Yeah, it's actually very fascinating. But the one thing that I thought was really cool was all the like all the health stuff you learn about yourself too. So um, like just based off of your DNA, what diseases or, um, you know, health issues you can be, you know, predisposed to. So like for me, I kind of like knew this, but like, you know, like my family suffers really bad with like heart, um, heart issues, high blood pressure, things like that. And it popped up for me on my, on my results. So I was like, Oh, of course. Yeah. But it's just good to know that stuff. So you can like be proactive and take care of yourself now to hopefully avoid those things in the future. So you can get your results and then talk to your doctor about it and say like, Hey, Mm -hmm. anything I should be doing. Yeah. It's like, you know, you have a high risk of getting these things, you know? So it's just good to know that stuff so that you can, you know, have the knowledge. Preemptive. Yeah. Wow. I discovered that uh, I'm over the average of Neanderthal DNA. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what I was trying to remember, Neanderthal. Are you making that up? I'm not making it up. No, 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 no. It actually tells you that? Yeah, yeah. 233 genetic variants that can be traced to Neanderthals. Thank you very much. Also, uh, my maternal haplogroup... Uh, is headed by none other than Jesse James, the uh, the gunman. The gunman, yes. What? So don't get on my bad side. So that's that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> There's your also your DNA show. Don't get on your bad side. <laughs> <laughs> very, I have to say, it's very Luke. Your results are very Luke-like. Am they I wrong? Are. Like, they are. You, you are Luke. Oh, my goodness. It also said Napoleon Bonaparte. Um, no. But I already knew that. And it's amazing that they picked that up. Yeah. Sir Francis Drake, Napoleon Bonaparte, Napoleon Bonaparte. And um, there's something I really can't reveal that I'm probably going to Barack reveal. Obama. No. <laughs> You keep saying this. Because somebody did it and realized they were related to him. And it was like in a magazine. Keep um, going. Keep going. Uh, uh, What's the part you can't reveal? Reveal it. I'm part wolf. Stop it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> like, believe it. I am oh, a direct descendant of my the, God. the Jersey Devil. What happened, Daniel? What happened? I have 86% more percentage of Neanderthal ancestry. There you go. See? See what happens? See? Danielle and I. We are related. Yes. That's why we survived. That's why the bloodline survives. All right, guys. Back by popular demand. Because this whole episode is dedicated to background acting. Scott, mm-hmm. we have been honing our skills and we would like to have a do-over from our previous background acting. Oh, would you now? And give you another uh-huh. go at it for you to judge us. And you're so just going to spring this on have, me right here now. You didn't? Yep. Okay. We ha- right. Yep. I'm, we pulled um, a, a little script for you mm-hmm. so that oh. you can do an actual scene from the diner and the three of us are going to be the background. Actor. What do you mean? I, I'm going to do the scene. You're going to be you. You'll be, Luke. I'll be, I'll be, who's, so who's you... going to be, who, what's the scene? Who, who's going to be in Tara, me and Tara? Or me sure. And Tara, do you want to play the who? part of Taylor? And then Danielle sure. and I will be the background. Tara, actor? Are you going to be Taylor? 
I guess so. <laughs> All right. Like, just sort of enlisted. As you can see, we really plan things in advance. We do this all just by the seat of our <laughs> All of those meetings, those endless midnight meetings, the planning, the structure. Literally it's a text. We're like, dude, be ready for some good times tomorrow. All right, here okay, we go. I'm um, going to be at the diner. Uh, Danielle, are we at the same table? Oh, Danielle has a prop. You have a prop? <laughs> I'm nice. already ahead of my background acting. Nice. Oh, it's like I got so... Luke's cup of coffee. Oh, that, I like that mug. Where'd you get that mug? I made it. You made the mug? Yeah, I like one of those like color me mine things. Would you like to make <laughs> mugs for my coffee company? We'd love to sell those. Um, I don't think you want this. No, I do. I do. It's like keep talking. Like... I'm getting a prop. Keep talking. Keep. You gonna get a prop? Um. So Tara. All right. You're on, kid. Let's go. Breathe in deep, folks. Smells like fall. Get out, Taylor. Why? Just a code I live by. Oh, Hugh, listen, I'd like to run something by you. I'm busy. I was just thinking how nice it would be if you could set up a little coffee stand at the marathon. Coffee stand? I mean, yes, these people have to try and stay up for 24 hours. What better to help you stay up than a nice, strong coffee, huh? What do you say? Sure. Really? For a buck a cup. Luke, this marathon is a charitable event. Taylor, we've been raising money to restore that stupid bridge for eight years. We're not raising money to restore the bridge. We're not? No, we have that money. The Tennessee Williams Lookalike Contest put us right over the top. And what the hell is this dumb thing for? A tarp. A what? To cover the bridge. This is the first Taylor I actually need to sit down. Well, Luke, you know as well as I do that if we start renovations now heading right into snow and rainy part of the season, then everything we do is going to get ruined. And there we back up square one. If we are going to do this right, then we're going to need a tarp. Taylor, you're asking me to donate free coffee to hundreds of people so you can raise money to buy a tarp. How about 50 cents a cup? How about I charge for cream? You would kick Tiny Tim's crotch right out from under him, wouldn't you? If you ask for a free cup of coffee, Gimby's going down. Jesus. That's so that, I looked over and wow. Amy's like serving <laughs> serving food to the camera. What is going on? <laughs> I mean, I felt like Taylor was like in my in my office right. I mean, that was so you nailed it. Did I? Nice. You guys, anyone what? listening has to watch the video. Oh, how... <laughs> they were going on and on and not paying attention to us and all the video and I started feeding each other. <laughs> So connected. Was so focused it was like, on his part that he wasn't really like observing our background acting. And we well, started off. I didn't memorize the scene. That's when I looked over and I started laughing. You guys, wait a minute. So, wait a minute. You were, Danielle and Amy, you you guys were spoon feeding each other? I did. And it was like this. Wow. 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 Oh my goodness. Should we bring in real background actors? For sure. Yeah, but everybody listening to. needs to watch us do it on the Instagram and, and tell us how we did. Because oh <laughs> Scott was focused on being loose. I was doing uh, my job. I was trying to do my job. You did great. I was trying to do my job. I think we were much improved, Danielle, in the beginning. Last time I had to do it, I don't even think you had to do it. And then we lost it. It's so boring being an I had a blast. I thought it was fun. I don't think I could do it for 15 minutes. Like, how long do they have to go in a diner scene? Like, how long would that take to shoot? Hours? Oh, God, yeah. Oh, no, I'm not oh, cut yeah. out for it. I mean, you're doing dozens of takes. 
dozens. I stirred that bowl pretty well. Tara, did you see me in the beginning? I felt like I was crushing it in the beginning. Three minutes in, I was like, oh, oh no, it was like that part where I messed anymore. up. I look over and I was like, what? Because I was reading my script. <laughs> I look over. Yeah, we were, we were like, focused on happening? our jobs. We were focused on what we were doing. I just see the script. I wonder if these days you can be on your phone in the background because that would be more fun. Just checking emails. Oh my God. I was going to be on my phone. I was like, I can't do that in Luke's diner. I don't no. know. I was going to. And I was like, that it, is so inauthentic. It's, can't the, do it's that. the Neanderthal <laughs> DNA creeping into the work. As it often happens with me and forces oh you to make God. very broad choices like oh. a caveman or a cave woman would do. You know, that <laughs> big <laughs> well, movement. Uh, <laughs> Thanks to 23 and me. Yes. We've got background acting at its finest really? for you coming up. Okay. And if you want to learn about your background, go to 23andMe.com. What are you? You're part Irish? You're part Amy? Me? Yeah. Yeah. That, I just know Irish German. I haven't done it yet because I wanted to hear you guys do it. And then I'm going to do it next. Yeah. I'm, I'm Irish, German, Russian. Uh, what else? Uh, British. Neanderthal. <laughs> There's some Dutch. I got some Dutch. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Huh? I got like, I got a five percenter, I think, on the Dutch. Scotch, Irish. You both seem like blends, blends of everything. Mutt. You and Danielle. Yeah. I didn't want to say it that way. What are you, Dan- Danielle, what are you? I am 78% European, uh, 72% Spanish and Portuguese. Excuse me. How can you be 78% something and 72% no, something? That's no, not European. within that category. That's a different category. Oh, yeah, got it. Yeah, pardon, yeah, me. Yeah. pardon me. Pardon yeah. me. Pardon me. Right. Pardon me. And then um, I have uh, 1.5% Ashkenazi Jewish. And then weirdly enough, I have like... 0.7% Egyptian and wow. some other Egyptian. little things. Egyptian. Yeah. That's cool. Wow. But everything, it's pretty much just Spanish and Portuguese, 73%. There you go. And did you know that going yeah. in? Did anything shock you? I, I mean, just like the Egypt, like the little percentages of Egyptian and, you know, like, I, yeah, just little things like that. That was shocking. But for the most part, I was pretty on target with what I've been told my whole life, which is refreshing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's wonderful. Well, congratulations, you Thank two. Thank you. Thank you very much. Who's up first? Uh, Sarah. We have Sarah first. Let me bring her in. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the show. Where are you, where, where are you, where are you today? I'm outside Seattle. Oh, great. Um, great, great, great. So look, we're doing a 23andMe background ancestry slash background actor episode today and you're our first guest <laughs> on this portion of it um what's your background what's your what first of all have you ever done 23 and me have you ever uh, checked into your lineage and your family tree and the heritage uh, and all that i have in fact mm-hmm. yes um, and what are you a very uh northern european but mostly british isles uh scottish english welsh uh pretty much all up in that area wow wow yeah. Well, we have something in common on the Welsh, Irish, uh, Scottish thing. Um, yeah. So let's, all right. So let's, let's get into the background acting. How'd you get the role uh, of background actor on the show on Gilmore? Uh, so I moved down to LA uh, and got a job taking tickets at Universal Studios before I signed up with Central Casting. And uh, I was 23 years old and looked younger mm. and so uh was able to get on Gilmore Girls as an 18 to look younger to uh-huh. do Chilton students and 
Um, so yeah, so literally called into Central Casting to try and get jobs, and Gilmore Girls was one of them. And, and refresh my memory, what what episode and scene were you in? I was in the Francie bathroom scene, which uh, I hear you enjoyed. Oh, I enjoyed that so much. It was one of it's one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, so you were in that? Yes. Oh, I recognize yeah, you now. Yeah, one of the girls. Yes. Yeah, guarding the door. I was guarding the door. You were guarding the door. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. So, what was your experience like on the show? Did you have a great time, or what was it like? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. Loved it. Yeah. Um. It was obviously a show that was incredibly hectic. I'm sure to work on mm -hmm. uh, daily with the hours and all of that. Um. Especially, you know, I, I remember getting to the end of your shooting weeks and we'd be starting our call times would be like four o'clock in the afternoon yeah. because everything had gotten so long in the days and all that. But it was a great show. The crew was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, always had a good time on set and everyone was mm -hmm. friendly and welcoming. Were you, really were, cool. were you a fan of the show before you came on the show? Were you aware of it? I was. I'd only watched, I hadn't watched the first season when it aired, but then I'd gotten into it in the second season. And so when I came down to LA, getting to work on the third season was, was quite fun. Mm -hmm. And, and what's your favorite Gilmore girls memory? Um, that Francie bathroom scene was awfully cool. Mm -hmm. I, you know, it was a fun experience to be one of only two background, uh, in the scene, which meant we got a little bit more special treatment than sometimes background, right. uh, that they have time for. Right? right. And so we got to feel more like we were part of the show and the episode right. in that way. And that was a lot of fun. Cool. Yeah. It almost felt like uh, you were, a. a, a you know, you and you were an integral part of that scene. Uh, instead of really background, it was more featured almost. Maybe. What's your favorite Gilmore Girls episode, if you have one? Um, I actually really like the. Um, I think it's the season finale to season two, where the wedding scenes, the wedding with um, uh, Suki and Jackson's wedding, and mm -hmm. then Christopher is there, and then he leaves, and um, mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that whole dynamic. Right. Um, I realized, you know, as an adult now, looking back, that whole relationship is not the most healthy, but um, <laughs> as a 20 something watching it, I enjoyed sure, the, the Lorelai sure. Christopher dynamic. Interesting. All right. Now we're going to play a little uh, rapid fire. You know what rapid fire is? I'm going to fire questions at you. You got to fire answers back to me. Ready? Here we go. How many cups of coffee to have a, a, in a day? Five. Are you oh, good for you? Are you team Logan, <laughs> team Jess or team Dean? Uh, Dean. Who's your, fa who's your favorite Gilmore girls character? Rory. What would you Paris. order at Luke's Diner? Ooh, French fries. Would you rather go to on a road trip with Taylor or Michelle? Michelle. Finish the lyric. And where you lead, I will follow. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh, uh, I can hear it, but I can't come up uh, with it. <laughs> anywhere that you tell me to. Jackson Vegetables or Suki Bakes Goods? Oh, baked good. Would you rather listen to Drella's Harp or the Troubadours cover songs? Troubadours. Uh, Chilton Prep or Stars Hollow High? Oh, Chilton Prep all the way. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you for your contribution to the show. You were wonderful in Thank that scene. You. It's one of my favorite scenes and everything I've seen so far. And I haven't seen the rest of it, but we're in the beginning of season three. But that, that scene to me was just fantastic. Um, thanks for coming on. Stay safe. Keep up the good work. Thanks for having me on. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. Have All a right. good time. Take care. Bye. Now let's take a moment and listen to a story of how understanding your health begins with understanding what your genetics say about you. For Derek. 
23andMe helped him connect with his brothers, an experience that changed his life. There were so many questions to ask, so many dots to connect. There were seven other brothers and sisters in the house in which I was raised. And I was the only person in the family that wore glasses. So I was always, okay, well, that's, that's a thing. Well, all of my, my paternal folks wear glasses. And I went, oh, okay, so now I've got folks that actually look like me and look like me in the way that, <laughs> that I identify myself. I was a college baseball player, come from a family of baseball players. It's eye-opening to me that the thing that I love so much, I shared with this group of people that I didn't know. Through 23andMe, Derek discovered important insights about his family health history. They were lactose intolerant. I'd always carried that. And in my house, my mother always had milk and I was never team milk. And to find out that from, from my father's side, yeah, they were all lactose intolerant and there it was right in front of me. From a health standpoint, we communicate back and forth over some of the small things, sleep issues and, and such. But the shared information, shared IQ always makes us smarter. The Garner family has made me smarter about how I live my life. The connections Derek made through 23andMe changed his outlook on life. A lot of it is just clarity. There's one thing to think that you are a certain thing and have some basic understanding of that thing. But then to find out and know who you are and where these things come from and that they're passed along and that they're identical in spaces. The, the mental stress and wear and tear that that's removed from my life, it's exponential. This story was brought to you by 23andMe. Learn more about your ancestry and get personalized genetic insights into your health. Get started today at 23andMe.com. Jan, how you doing? Good, how are you? Good, good, good. Where, where are you uh, calling in from? Um, from my work in Conshohocken, Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that, that's, that's, part of the Schuylkill Expressway or the end of it? Yep. Yeah, I know it, I know it yep. well. Or the Shore, <laughs> the Shorekill Expressway, as they used yep. to call it. Um, so let's jump, dive right in. How'd you get a role of the background actor on the show? So I was actually Suki's stand-in for season three. Oh, my goodness. And it just happened to be one episode where they were short on extras or background actors. And so they asked uh, myself uh -huh. and the, the girl who played Lorelai Standin to just, you know, fill in. Right. So we kind of did double duty that episode. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what episode and scene were you in? Or It was in season three. Um, the, episode, season, the episode was called Max Keg, and it was a, kind of a walk and talk right. through town. And Lorelai and Suki were going to get pizza at the mm -hmm. pizza joint. Mm -hmm. So I was just kind of sitting in the background for that. And um, Lorelai Standin was standing in line uh, to get pizza. Gotcha, <laughs> Very gotcha. low key. Right, right. Well, so what was your experience like on the show? It was great. Um, like I said, like I, I had moved out to California and a couple months after their central casting had called and asked if I had ever done any stand-in work. And I said, I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm, <laughs> so they called mm -hmm. back and they said that, you know, they wanted me to come out and they had had trouble keeping somebody, I guess, for a stand in for Melissa mm -hmm. for whatever reason. So I started working on the show probably one or two days a week. I mean, she wasn't in a lot of episodes or, you know, it, it would just depend on who was being featured. So mm -hmm. um, it was just such a surreal experience to be, you know, 
I was a big fan of the show before mm-hmm. right. doing it. Right. And it's just crazy now how big the show has become in, in retrospect, mm-hmm. because I, I remember at the time I would tell people what I was working on and they wouldn't really be that familiar with it. But now everybody knows the show and everybody seems to be a huge fan and right. such a resurgence so what was it like working with uh, melissa mccarthy was she as graceful and kind uh, to you as she was everybody else i'm sure she was she was absolutely the sweetest person that um you could imagine as i'm sure you know she uh i mean i wasn't always there on set with her because i was there when she was not but the few times that we did encounter one another i mean she was just always so kind um she was always complimenting me on my hair because she was trying to achieve a similar color, I think. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I remember uh, she had, in, I did not go, but she had invited me to the rap party at the end of season three. And she had invited me to come see her perform at the local comedy center. And oh. um, she just was so nice. Yeah. She's so terrific. Nice. You, you, you really miss something not seeing her perform. She's extraordinary. The, char- the characters she created, she writes all that stuff, and then she performs it. It's at Groundlings, yeah. And we went yeah. one night, mm-hmm. all of us went one night, I think in season one, and just, we were floored. Really? Oh, we were floored. We were laughing so yeah. hard, our stomachs hurt, our sides hurt, <laughs> everything hurt. Um, yeah. She's she's gloriously talented person. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's your favorite Gilmore Girls episode? Definitely. I, I'm kind of a fan of the first couple seasons, I guess, just because those were the ones I had started out watching. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I always was a fan of, you know, your interactions with Lorelai. I mean, I love, I love that type of dynamic. And, you know, of course, the mother daughter relationship was, you know, just so I mean, I just I, it wasn't so much of one episode that got me. It was just the way the script was written just like it was so clever Mm -hmm. it was so funny right you know just the the, you know just the way that they would tie in old movies old broadway shows i mean any type of kind of throwback and it was just so well put together Mm -hmm. and just so funny in such a highbrow kind of way almost in a lot of ways yep but i just but very relatable at the same time yeah. It wasn't, it yeah. wasn't condescending. So that's, that's kind of, of a nice course. trick. Yeah. All right. So now we're at the point where we're going to play a game with you called rapid fire. I'm going to fire questions at you. You're going to give me answers real quick. Ready? How many cups okay. of coffee do you have in a day? <laughs> Two. Are you team Logan, team Jess or team Dean? Jeff. What is your favorite Gilmore girls character? Suki. What would you order at Luke's diner? Mm, coffee. Would you rather go on a road trip with Taylor or Michelle? Taylor. Really? That's a first. What? <laughs> Nobody's ever picked Taylor. Why Taylor? I don't know. He's funny. <laughs> it, wouldn't, he it wouldn't be boring. Right, right. No, I agree. Uh, finish the lyric. And where you lead, I will follow dot, dot, dot. Oh, God. Oh, you got me. Dun, 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 I'm don't don't uh anywhere so <laughs> that you tell me to oh yes uh jackson's vegetables or suki's baked goods i think we know the answer to this. Uh, well suki's baked thank goods. you very much would you rather listen to drella's harp or the troubadours cover songs uh the troubadours uh chilton prep or stars hollow high 
I'm going to say Star Hollow. So, Jan, you've won some wonderful prizes. Uh, <laughs> Danielle will tell you uh, as uh, your parting gifts. And thank you so much for joining us. It was a blast. Uh, right, say hello you. to everybody over there in Conshohocken. I um, will. <laughs> um, thank you. I know that area well. I was born in Philadelphia, raised in South Jersey. My father lived out in, uh, uh, later in his life, yeah. he lived out in Valley Forge. So I know all about that, okay. that area. So yeah. anyway, all the best to you. Thanks for coming on. Stay All safe, right, okay? All right, take care. All right. Hi, Mary. Hi. Scott here. How are you? Thanks for coming on. Good. Thank you for having me. Yeah, where are you? I'm in Los Angeles. You're in LA. All right. I just got in the door from a cross-country road trip. Oh, my goodness. Those are so much fun. I used to do those all the time. Um, so let's just dive right in. How would you get the role of being a background actor on the show? So I did a lot of gigs uh, dancing with Rocco Farnsworth. Okay. And uh, so he was working on the show and he recommended me to Kenny Ortega. Oh, the Kenny Ortega connection. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So Kenny requested that I come in and audition. And uh, I auditioned. He was throwing me around in aerials in the audition, which is very unexpected <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of fun. So that is Kenny in the audition. That was a lot of fun. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then. Um, what episode was that? What scene were you in? Well, I was in two episodes, but, mm -hmm. but that one, the first episode that I was on was um, they shoot Gilmore Girls, don't they? Oh, okay. Seven. Oh yeah. Which one were you? Which one? Because we just, re we, we just did that. We just reviewed that. I was the sailor girl. So you were one of the ones that were doing fancy dance moves and going up in the air and spinning around. Yeah, there were there were a couple of. I actually went in the air, but I was one of the featured dancers. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, so, tell me what the experience was like. Was it a a long day? Long couple of days? What was it like? Oh, uh, it was several days. Yeah. Actually, Kenny had asked me to be the last couple battling it out. Right. Um, but my partner couldn't stay. Okay. So that was kind of crushing to me because I wanted to stay for the whole thing, but um, it was so much fun. Um. I remember on set, it was the first day and uh, we we're dancers kind of out there early, early showing each other moves and stuff. And cast and crew started coming in. I was like, okay, guys, we got to stop. We got to be quiet. We can't be distracting. And my friends were like, oh, and then I'm like, no, we have to be professional. And then Kenny walks in and he runs over to us and he was like, what's that movie you guys just did? Can you show me? <laughs> And that kind of set the tone for, <laughs> for the rest of the time. And uh, yeah, he had lunch with us every day. We had like a picnic blanket. Oh, wow. And he would come over and have lunch with us. I remember one day he was telling us about working with Michael Jackson. Oh, boy. And he called Michael Jackson huh? and started talking to him on speaker. And then he goes, hold on a second. Uh, I got to do something. Talk to my assistant. And he gave uh, one of the dancers the phone is still on speaker. So we're like all sitting around uh, talking to Michael and he was talking to Mike, got a chance to talk to Michael Jackson there. Are you, was Kenny yeah. trying to impress you? What's going on with that? What a, what a story. And then wow. he invited us all to be on the next week. Um, another, another show. We were like future dancers for the disco ball, all of our little picnic group. And uh, he made this big speech about us at the disco ball to like, Went and fire Casey and the Sunshine Boys, like every big band from the 70s, right. Colby Goldberg, like 
the meeting was like, these dancers are, are awesome and you got to be cool to them because they're really cool and have a great show, guys. Oh, that's <laughs> so great. Yeah. That you know? is so great. My, you know, my wife is a, uh, a dancer. She, she grew up a ballerina and she does now she does hip hop and she does, uh, what do they call it? High heels, high heel, sexy things, whatever. Oh they, yeah. 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 I know. What so you're talking she about. just, heels. she just went, yeah, she just came from a class where then she showed me the video. These dancers are so good. She's so good. Um, and we were talking about what a life that is and how, what a struggle it is to make ends meet. If that's your career, you know, that so few people go on and really, you know, get, you know, very few, you know, a lot get into choreography and, and uh, directing and all that stuff, but it's a tough road to hoe, but you really love it. Dancers really have to do it. They really love it. Is that true? Oh, a hundred percent. Like, yeah, I, yeah. so. Yeah, I can see how addicted she is to it. I mean, she just loves it. She has to have it. I mean, her spirit is just soars when she's dancing. It's just. When you're most alive. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's When people are at their best. Mm -hmm. uh, you see the best in people when they're dancing. Right. It's so cool. When you connect so intimately with people, like I, my specialty is partner dancing. Mm -hmm. So I love that connection between people. Right. Right. Oh, that's fantastic. Anyway, uh, what's, do you have a favorite Gilmore episode? Um, it was probably that one. <laughs> I would imagine that makes sense. <laughs> I, I got to do an, kind of a stupid question. I'm so sorry. I am the larger percent Neanderthal than most people, so I apologize. For that. <laughs> well, I was also 40 to 23 and me. Uh -huh. <laughs> Another cool thing that happened on on that set was uh, Kenny was talking about dirty dancing, uh -huh. and he grabbed me and he did a reenactment of um johnny and baby oh my he had me doing baby and he was doing johnny on set and they recorded it i remember them filming it i remember him telling me like afterwards like get a copy of the editor's cut i'm gonna put this on there or director's cut but i don't mm -hmm. i never saw that so i don't know if that's floating out there somewhere or not mm, you gotta get that you gotta you gotta get in touch with kenny and get that well if you know how let me know <laughs> just you know contact uh Oh gosh, I guess uh Kenny, if you're listening, <laughs> find me. <laughs> you can get to Kenny. You can get to Kenny somehow. He's out, he's either out here in New York, right? You would imagine. Yeah. Or Miami. I don't I don't know. Um oh that's great. That's just great. Anyway, all right. So now we're gonna play what we call rapid fire. I'm gonna fire questions at you, fire answers back at me. You ready? I don't know. How many cups of coffee do you have a day? Zero. That a girl. Are you team Logan, team Jess, team Dean? Dean. Who's your favorite Gilmore Girls character? Rory. What would you order at Luke's Diner? Eggs. Would you rather go on a road trip with Taylor or Michelle? Taylor. A again, another Taylor. That's, you know, nobody picks Taylor. Why Taylor over Michelle? <laughs> <sighs> we, it would be very organized. <laughs> he'd, he'd keep you on schedule. And uh, uh, in time, right. Okay. Finish the lyric and where you lead, I will follow dot, dot, dot. Anywhere that you tell me to. Nice. You're the first one to nail it. I think you're the first one. You're very special. Jackson's vegetables or Suki's baked goods. Suki's baked goods. Would you rather listen to Drella's harp or the Troubadour's cover songs? Troubadour's cover songs. Chilton Prep or Stars Hollow High? Stars Hollow High. There you go. Mary, it has been a pleasure. Um, 
You were a lot of fun. Great stories. Uh, find Kenny, get the tape, come back on. We got to see this thing. Get that tape. We'll have you back on. We want to see this thing. Okay. All right. All right. Have a great time. Uh, get some rest. Welcome back to LA. Thank and all, you. Thank you. All the best. Okay. All right. All right. Take care. All right, everybody, that's going to do it. That was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that. Did you uh, have as much fun with that as, as we did? Uh, getting to know some of these background actors, the unsung heroes of film and television business. I'll tell you, they they put in serious hours every single day. They are there from dawn uh, to midnight uh, and sometimes longer. Um, so thank you for their contributions, and they were so interesting and great. And uh, thanks to 23andMe. Um I, uh, I was, it was, it was very, uh, shocking and informative and wonderful experience with 23andMe. <laughs> uh, there's a lot I haven't said, but, uh, uh, um, uh, there's a lot I found out about myself that I didn't know. And it was really a fascinating journey with them. Uh, and, uh, thanks everybody. Uh, Danielle Romo, Amy Sugarman, Tara S. Uh, we will see you next time. This is I am all in iHeartRadio. 111 Productions. Stay safe, everyone. And don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S C O T T Y P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. And that's it on another dope show. Did this episode inspire you to take a closer look at your health history, your genetic makeup? Who knew DNA could reveal so much about our past while also holding the keys to certain health insights that may impact our future? I continue to be inspired by these stories, and I hope you do as well. Catch you next time. Listen to Spit, an original podcast from iHeartRadio and 23andMe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.